0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Biden pardons all marijuana possession crimes Former police officer kills at least 36 at Thai daycare And January 6th Proud Boy admits to charge of seditious conspiracy It's Friday, October 7 I'm Anthony Davis. President Joe Biden is to pardon thousands of Americans convicted of simple possession of marijuana under federal law as his administration takes a dramatic step towards decriminalizing the drug and addressing charging practices that disproportionately impact people of color. Biden's move also covers thousands convicted of the crime in the District of Columbia, He's also calling on governors to issue similar pardons for those convicted of state marijuana offences, which reflect the vast majority of marijuana possession cases. Biden, in a statement, said the move reflects his position that no one should be in jail just for using or possessing marijuana. Too many lives have been upended because of our failed approach to marijuana, he said. It's time that we right these wrongs. According to the White House, no one is currently in federal prison solely for simple possession of the drug, but the pardon could help thousands overcome obstacles to renting a home or finding a job. The pardon does not cover convictions for possession of other drugs or for charges relating to producing or possessing marijuana with an intent to distribute. Biden is also not pardoning non-citizens who are in the US without legal status at the time of their arrest. The announcement marks Biden's reckoning with the impact of 1994 crime legislation, which he supported, that increased arrest and incarceration rates for drug crimes, particularly for black and Latino people. The Department of Justice is working to devise a process for those covered by Biden's pardon to receive a certificate of pardon, which they can show to potential employers and others as needed. The move by Biden puts the federal government on course with other big cities like New York that have been moving toward decriminalizing low-level marijuana arrests for years A former police officer facing a drug charge burst into a daycare center on Thursday in Thailand killing dozens of preschoolers and teachers and then shooting more people as he fled at least 36 people were slain in the deadliest rampage in the nation's history. The assailant who was fired earlier this year took his own life after killing his wife and child at home. Photos taken by first responders showed the school's floor littered with the tiny bodies of children still on their blankets where they had been taking an afternoon nap. A teacher said the assailant got out of a car and immediately shot a man eating lunch outside then fired more shots when the attacker paused to reload, the teacher had an opportunity to run inside. The attack took place in the rural town of Uthai Sawan in Thailand's northeastern provinces and one of the country's poorest regions. The Thailand Prime Minister, who planned to travel to the scene today, told reporters that initial reports were that the former officer was having personal problems. Police have not given a full breakdown of the death toll, but they have said at least 22 children and two adults were killed at the daycare, At least two more children were killed elsewhere. Firearm-related deaths in Thailand are much lower than in countries such as the United States and Brazil, but higher than in Japan and Singapore, which have strict gun control laws. The rate of firearms-related deaths in 2019 was about 4 per 100,000, compared with about 11 per 100,000 in the US and nearly 23 per 100,000 in Brazil. Mass shootings are rare, but not unheard of in Thailand, which has one of the highest civilian gun ownership rates in Asia, though still far lower than that of the US. A North Carolina man pleaded guilty on Thursday to plotting with other members of the far-right Proud Boys to violently stop the transfer of presidential power after the 2020 election, making him the first member of the extremist group to plead guilty to a seditious conspiracy charge. 43-year-old Jeremy Joseph Bertino has agreed to cooperate with the Justice Department's investigation of the role that Proud Boys leaders played in the mob's attack on the Capitol on January 6, 2021. U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly agreed to release Bertino pending a sentencing hearing. Bertino also pleaded guilty to a charge of unlawfully possessing firearms in March 2022 in Belmont, North Carolina. Kelly accepted his guilty plea to both charges during a brief hearing after the case against Bertino was filed on Thursday. Justice Department Prosecutor Eric Kennison said estimated sentencing guidelines for Bettino's case recommend a prison sentence ranging from four years and three months to five years and three months. The Civil War era seditious conspiracy charge carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Bettino's cooperation could ratchet up the pressure on other Proud Boys charged in the siege. A trial is going on now in Washington for the seditious conspiracy case against the founder of the Oath Keepers and other members of the anti-government militia group for their participation in the January 6 attack. Video testimony by Bettino was featured in June at the first hearing by the House committee investigating January 6. The committee showed a clip of Bettino saying the group's membership tripled, probably after Donald Trump's comment at a presidential debate that the Proud Boys should stand back and stand by. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube.